right, guys, welcome to another exciting episode of Brown Eyed Unicorn. Thank you so much for escaping with me today. Today I'm joined by probably one of the coolest people I've ever met. Um, she's definitely prettier than me and cooler than me. We have Tranica Rex. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh my God, yes, thank you for being here. Yes, I'm excited. Um, okay, so. I just want to be better than Dixieland Cartwright's episode. That's the, really the only goal I have. I know. We had your friend Dixieland on this show. Mm -hmm. She was pretty great. Now you have something to prove and something to live up to. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for those who don't know and somehow like live in a shoe and are one of your 47,000 followers on Instagram, <laughs> um, can you explain who you are and what you do? I am, uh, I host drag shows in Chicago. I host drag matinee every Saturday at Berlin. Um, it has, uh, tons of special guests, um, uh, and it's a well-regarded drag show. Also, I host, um, the viewing parties at, um, Roscoe's every Thursday for a drag race. And we bring every queen from the season. And I do lots of other things, too. But I'm a drag queen. It's my main gig. And you're very pretty. Thank you. You're right. You know what's a little irritating about you, TBH? What? Is you're, like, really hot in drag and out of drag. Stop. I won't. Are you coming on to me? I, I totally am, and I know Love you're not that. interested. <laughs> um, so... How did you... Your name's Tranica Rex. Mm -hmm. I love that name. Thank How you. did you get it? It's. I have to say it still makes me kind of like laugh when I hear it. I'm like, what, is it? what a dumb name. <laughs> um, I was on my way to the club and we were a block away and uh, I was in drag and I looked horrible. But I was like, oh my God, I need a drag name. I don't have a drag name. And um, it's like somewhere between like train wreck, Tyrannosaurus Rex. But I always liked the name Danica. Like Danica Patrick, the female race car driver. I have a step sister named Danica. I love the name Danica. Yeah. There's actually another drag queen in town now named Danica. I was like, I should just name myself Danica. <laughs> Anyways. And uh, Winnie Cooper. Her real name is Danica. Danica. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, that, it's just like a bunch of things mixed together and it just kind of sounds silly. It sounds sexy to me. Sexy? Tranica. It sounds a little scary. Like Tranica Rex. I like when people say like Tranica. Like if they just like seen it online and they haven't like heard it. So you're like, so you're not a real fan because you don't know how the yeah. fuck to say my name. Tranica. Tranica Rex. Um, so how long have you been doing drag for? Um, I'm at eight years. Um, okay. Yeah, and I've been hosting um, Drag Matinee, which is like my main thing. I've been hosting that since... Um, uh, probably like 2012 and then I completely took it over as far as like uh, it's basically my business like I supply the door money I hire the door person I book all the drag queens like all the money we make at the door I pay people out like it's a separate business um, uh, like inside of the bar you know what I mean yeah yeah so and that's like kind of a not normal way to do those things um, but it's nice because I get to fully do whatever the hell I want yeah you're a jack of all trades yeah so I've been doing that since um, yeah 2013 I, I took it over full time so you're like skilled it, I, I love it I, I do like I uh, yeah I do like daytime stuff too I mean I have to like figure out the liquor sponsors and the stuff like that. That's cool. the stuff that I like. Like I'm kind of a behind the scenes person. Like I, uh, I don't just like book a bunch of people and like throw a drag show. I like obsessively think about these little things and those details are like porn. To so me. you're kind of like an event planner almost. Essentially. Yeah. You're like Stassi Schroeder on this season. I'm Stassi. <laughs> yeah. I decided I'm going to be a event planner and my boss who for some reason is only hanging out at her smallest restaurant <laughs> at all times is going to 
uh, fully, even though I was fired three times from my job, mm-hmm. is going to fully invest in me as an event planner as a side story. Line. I can't brilliant. stand it. Uh, brilliant. And you're gonna wear an off-the-shoulder blouse Love in that. like sky blue mm-hmm. and dry, like wear a dry blonde wig. The ch- the chin implant. And the chin implant. Lead with the chin implant. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to get a shirt that just says lead with the chin implant, <laughs> you know, as a metaphor. Um, so how did you, like, break into drag? Like, because Dixie said when she was on this show, mm-hmm. said that you kind of saved her. Really? And that, yeah, she was like, I didn't know what I was doing. And then Tranica was like, let me help you. And so what did she made me over. I have to confess I didn't listen to it. That's totally fine. But what did she say? She just said that you made her over and sort of showed her the way. Cool. Which I, I love. mean, I have I have to say I, I'm not a very motherly person, but I am. Like, I don't want to have like you would say like your drag children. You have a house or something. But yeah. if I'm good at something, if I found the life hack way to do it best, and I see people around me that I would invest in, I find ways to go. You know, hey girl. Let me teach you how to use Facetune. Hey, girl, this is another way to apply a highlight. Like, because that's what works best for me. Can you do that to me and be like, hey, yes. girl, let me hey teach girl. you how to use Facetune. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Um, that's flattering that she said that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, oh, how did I break in? That was a question. Um, it's funny. When I started eight years ago, um, RuPaul's Drag Race was, like, one season in, right? And drag, there was, now I would say there's probably... Actively working, probably 50 drag queens, right? And eight years ago, there was probably about 12. That's so crazy. So I came out, and I mean, that that's like the the main, like the big faces that you'll see on kind of a constant basis. Yeah, but like 50, like countrywide, like in the city. Here. What do you mean? I thought you were talking about like nationally. I was like, holy shit. Oh, no, no. Queens queens that you'll see like uh, at least like once a week at a local okay. show. So and we, we have like 10 local shows. And you yeah. were one of the OG 12? I, w- I wasn't, no. But when I started, that was how many there were. Okay. So, so when I started, it was like, hey, we have a spot in the show. Do you want it? But now it's like, oh my God, you have to do amateur competitions. You have to really try to get in there because it's right. just so you know, packed, saturated with people. But back when I started, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It was pretty easy. Like, I just showed up, and I was like, I do drag now. And they're like, okay, well, here's a spot. I mean, it was pretty much like that. I mean, I know so many people that did not need to be on that stage, like myself. But they were (laughs) like, you know, the show used to get 60, 70 people. And now we get, you know, 200 Oh my and, god, how cool to see that like growth oh, it's though, great. Like, before your very eyes. Yeah, it's great. And and we've had so many uh, girls go on um, uh, Drag Race, and then, you know, they do their interviews and they say, I grew up Trixie Mattel, Kim Chi, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Shea Coulee, uh, so many girls that, you know, they grew up in, in our drag scene and have so many great things to say. We and you're f- friends with a lot of those like mage queens yeah. and you are another mage queen. Thank so you. it's kind of like a crew. It's funny when I, when I first started, I mean, it was me and Trixie and, um, uh, Kim Chi and Shea Coulee. I mean, you could come pretty much any Saturday and see all of us working. And now, you know, they're all off. Trixie's on two shows right now. Like they're all, on, you know, touring the country. It's crazy. And I'm like the one friend who stayed back home. And you haven't been on drag race yet? No. Do you want to be on Drag Race? Um, that day could come, but I, like I told you, like, there's so many 
things that I do on a day-to-day basis that I'm kind of obsessed with. I'm not, like, um, I kind of felt like that chapter wasn't, like, ready for me to open yet. Yeah. You know, like, I'm... It's a commitment. Kind of in the thick of so much of what I'm doing, and, um... So to think about going away would be a total change of lifestyle for me because I host every show that I do. I mm-hmm. mean, I schedule it. I, you know, I do a lot on the back end and to think of even going away for a small second, was that me? Um, it was you. I'm not that popular. Sorry. No, you're fine. Um, would be, you know, I don't know. I would have to totally change everything I do on a day to day basis. It is, it is amazing because you, like, staple queens in this city. Like, you make, like, my night and the night of so many other people or Thank the you. nights of so many other people. Yeah, of course. And you leaving, even to do something as awesome as Drag Race, of course we would yeah. all support it, you. It really affects the show. But like, it, it changes the vibe. It, it really does. does. And it's crazy because, I mean, that's another... You know, like I said, they were working my show. I mean, or, or the Vixen. She was just announced. I mean, um, she was at Drag Matinee every other week, you know? So mm-hmm. that frees up a spot. It's great for the other girls that are coming up. Right. But um, these are people that you would you would see working constantly. So it really changes the, like, genetic makeup of the scene to lose, you know, uh, some of... To lose, like, one of the heads on the Mount Rushmore of your city. You know what right. I mean? It's like you're losing one of the faces of the billboard. Not losing, but, you know, you, you can't just book them at a local show anymore. Yeah, you feel that absence. Yeah. I mean, I really wish they would re-carve Mount Rushmore with faces of queens. That, that would make great. me feel more patriotic, personally. We could probably do that. I mean, not in Trump's America, but maybe Probably after. graffiti that ourselves. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's take that journey together. <laughs> <laughs> um... What is... Okay, wait. First of all, I want to say, on Halloween, mm-hmm. you and Dixie hosted the parade. Yes. And we were walking by. I was in a share costume, and if uh, the, if I could turn back time, look. Okay. And I looked up, and I saw you guys, and I just said, hi, like, as if I knew you. And you went, hi. And you were really, really nice. <laughs> oh, You looked good. really beautiful. Thank you. You went like a devil. Yeah. I was in all red. Hot. How do you design some of your looks? Like, do you have a vision in advance or like, how do you do that? Um, I have to confess. I really don't. I mean, um, I, I buy a lot of what I own. Uh, I buy a lot of my stuff from the store and then I'll like add stuff to it. I mean, most of like my shoes are stoned. I do all that myself. Mm -hmm. Like I wear a size 14 shoe. I have to stone that with my own hands. Yeah, you're not like Paris Hilton who can just like buy no, it, customized. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'll kind of, I'll see something and be like, ooh, I like this hair, and I have someone who does hair for me, and then I'll just kind of put the look together in my head. But if I do buy something from the store, I try to at least alter it a little bit, zhuzh it up. Um, I wear a lot of vintage. Um, but, yeah, every now and then I'll have some stuff made, but I don't know. I'm not one of those people who, like, draws the look and like like Naomi Smalls and Kimchi they'll like draw yeah. the look get send it to the guy send the the look to the hair girl and then have the whole thing made that's like my one. dream oh it's it's fabulous they also have way more money I was gonna say that's expensive yeah. as fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah but you know if you're touring and um, doing it on a constant basis that yeah but I, I'm not someone who I was never like a um like a fashion-y person. Really? That shocks me. Well, I was like, I appreciate it, but I just, it's hard for me to look at it and then see it on myself. Mm-hmm. That's not really my, I don't know. Like you want like a clueless computer where you yes. can do like this. Tell me, this. yeah, I need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I. I'm a, I'm a visual person. It's hard for me to like completely put it together myself. I need to like have help. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a visual person too. And I feel like the 
the worst days of my life. It's traumatic. Are the days that I picture an outfit in my head and mm. then I put it on. Like I like I love planning looks in advance, like for a birthday or for New mm -hmm. Year's or like a big event, and then I put it on and it like doesn't actually look as good on. Oh no! As it would in my head. You'll never understand that, but it's I, bad. <laughs> I I think um, what I've kind of gotten into, which maybe I could get out of it more, is like I have so much clothes now. Like in the mm -hmm. first like five or six years, uh, you know, you're just. Um, I was working week to week and I always wanted to have something new, right? So I would get tons of new stuff. And so now I have like two gigantic packed to the brim rolling racks filled with stuff. So I just kind of go into my storage unit and go, all right, let me pull out 10 things that I feel like wearing, you know, and I, and I have so much that I can like go, you know, oh six months a whole year without repeating the same outfit you have like a brad Goreski, rachel zoe moment yes we're gonna look paul yeah yeah this this and this yeah so every now and then i try to sprinkle the new things in i could probably stand to start doing that a little more i've been working a lot lately god bless i love it yeah i'm also going through things so quickly so. totally like yeah. how many like you just need so many looks yeah yeah and okay. hair you start to repeat hair a lot and and then, you know, it's, there's Sarah Andrews, she's out of Chicago, um, she has been doing hair, she does wig takeout, it's her big business. Um, she started a year ago, and it used to be I could get my hair within a week, but now she's become really popular, so now she's at a 10-week yeah. So if you want to come up with dropped. something, <laughs> if you want to come up with something, you have to wait a long time before you can even wear it. So it really kind of complicates it. Um, so there's just, a, yeah, you have to be on your shit. You have to plan things in advance, which I'm getting better and better at doing. That's hard though. It's a lot, but it's my job. You know, I look at it. It's like, yeah. I don't want to wake up and go to a nine to five job. It's just never been what I wanted to do. So Agreed. like, so like you take the hard, annoying things, which I don't even know why I would be complaining about anything that I had to do. It's like Right, like hard annoying is all relative. Yeah, it's to. like completely easy um, in the grand scheme of things. My yeah. job is to go yell at people and get drunk. Like, I can't be mad. That I, I want that job. <laughs> well, like, I, you're almost there. The, right? The idea of, like, being able to, like, get dressed up and look mm -hmm. pretty and be rude for yeah. a living. And rude in a funny way, of course, yeah. not in a malicious way, but shady. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's the dream, and you're it living is. it. I just kind of, I, I grew up in theater, and I always knew that I was going to do something that was, like, different. Like, I grew up, and my grandfather was a art dealer, and, like, my grandmother's a painter. And Chic. Yeah, so I just always had this thing that's like, I, I'm not going to be a 9-to-5 person. It's just not how my brain works. I did a lot of theater growing up, so um, it just kind of brought me to this. Here we are. And here we are. With your cat. With my kitty, Lillian. Lillian? Yeah. She's so cute. Isn't she cute? I'm so glad you like her. Um, okay, so you've been in the scene for like a minute now. Mm -hmm. Is there like something just like batshit crazy that's happened in your time as a queen? Oh, God. Um, Probably a lot, but Yeah, I would say out? on a weekly basis. <laughs> um, what's crazy? Um... I feel like you put me on the spot. I should already have a, a, a prepared batshit crazy I story. Yeah, I should have, like, sent these to you in advance. Yeah, I'm but where you respond, where you're like, I'm not joking, bitch, like that <laughs> scene of Drag Race. Yeah. Um, I mean, we... Oh, you know, something that's really weird was... Um, there was... I think it was, like, four years ago, they um, put it up to a vote of, like, gay marriage, and we were all, like, stoked, and we thought it was going to go through... Um, 
I can't really remember what it was. Anyways, it was on a Saturday and we had a show that night and it didn't go through. And so the collective gay thing was we were all super disappointed. It was yeah. like this really shitty thing that had happened. And it was all any of us were talking about. Um, someone can probably tell me what this is, but I can't, I can't remember if it was... Anyways, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It was one of those, yeah, probably like four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. Anyways, so we go, uh, we have the show that night, and two bachelorette parties show up. And they're in their bopping penis headbands, and their, you know, straws, and their everything is annoying. And they walk in, and just all the gay people glare at them. And it's like, how dare, yeah, like, come on, like, have you opened up Facebook today? Yeah. And uh, so people start booing them, and... I I think it was kind of like, do you know you have those moments in your life with like work where you base other experiences off of this one really terrible experience? Like, yeah. I lost the audience because I kind of like played into hating the bachelorettes. You know, it's like, do I hate them? Yeah, they're irritating. But you have to make sure that the show keeps chugging along. Right. And when I tell you the bachelorettes are flipping off the patrons and they're like backed into a corner and people are screaming at them. And I'm on. Oh, it was rough. It was really rough. There was it was full like sharks versus jets. Yes. Get out of my club. And they they like left. And, you know, everyone's, you know, not to sound like Scrooge McDuck, but everyone has money. Everyone can come to my show. Great. But, um, you know, there's that line where it's like, I don't know. I don't know what I should have done in that moment. I don't know what I would have done if I were you. It's like, I want to be like, yeah, fuck you guys. And you have to acknowledge the elephant in the room. And also it does affect you personally. You know, like you were having a shitty day as a person. Yeah. But you also have to entertain and yeah. be on. So, like, that's a really hard balance to strike. Yeah. And you want to tell the people. You're like, you guys know you look like douches right now. Because, like, something... You, you're waving it in our faces. Yeah. You come to our bar. It doesn't matter bar, to you. You've never been here before. You don't know any of the entertainers. You're not tipping. Like, fuck off. Like, right. It's like, know. we can get married and Mark and I do yeah. it. I struggle with that because, personally, like... And I really can't explain. I don't know the why of this. But, like, ever since I moved to the city, like... Sidetrack has been like my favorite bar. Like yeah. it's where I go the most often. It's where I feel the most myself and the happiest. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of gay friends, but I don't like think of them as like these are my gay friends. Mm-hmm. It's just like these are my friends, and a lot of my friends happen to be gay men. Yeah. Um. And so it's like for me, it would in my mind, I would ideally like have a bachelorette party someday. Yeah. At a place like Sidetrack, but I know it's kind of fucked up. Well, but you know, I don't know if they still do, but do you know that? Sidetrack at some point had said, don't have your bachelor party here. I kind of love that. Like, you can't come in. You can't. But, you know, I I have um, one of my friends, Walter, his his friend got married, and they said, we want to go to a drag show. But here's what you have to do. Everyone has to bring singles and tip the drag queens. You're not allowed to wear any pink. The theme for it was Mad Men. So all the girls had on 50s dresses with their hair up. And they stood in the front and they didn't wear sashes. They didn't wear, you know, it was like. That's icky. No matter where you are, it's annoying. Yeah. And so it was just nice because it's like, yes, I do support straight people coming to my show. I, I support everyone coming, but don't be. Uh, I just hate it. It's There's just, a respectful way to yeah, do it. Yeah, those think. girls were so respectful. They came and they tipped, and that's all you got to do to, you know, uh, you come into our space and, you know, 
you're invited it's a party of course and that's like that's why i love gay bars so much is that like it is a celebration and like yeah. a gay bar is not just a place to get drunk it's a place to be yourself it's yeah. a place for gay couples to like have to worry about like making out with their significant yeah. other in public people you know? fought for us to be able to exactly. go out and have this and like to just kind of saunter in with like a chicken it's an entitlement it's just it's just kind of it shows that you don't totally recognize where we are in all of this. Um, but I always say, I love when straight people come to the show and I see a straight couple and they're just enjoying themselves and they're tipping and I go and we do a shot together. I mean, to me, there's nothing better than a straight person who knows how to fucking act and like yes. comes and supports because that's a celebration to me. But when we make fun of the straight people on the mic, which we always do. Fucking I mean, duh. Duh. That's what you do. Yeah, you sign up for it. That is, yeah, that's what it is. I mean, it's my biggest test. Like when I really like a dude, like I take him to <laughs> sidetrack on a Thursday. I let yeah. Dixie Lynn ream him out. Yeah, roast him. Yeah. And then I just go, how did you feel? Yeah. And then if he's like, that was amazing and hilarious, then yeah. I'm like, we will continue to talk yeah. but if you can handle a gay bar then like we should just stop talking yeah. because this is where I feel the happiest yeah you Love know that. but it is an art form like drag is an art mm -hmm. and I think it needs to be respected yeah yeah you know? and you know if you're if if you're straight and coming out like uh, to coming out if, if and you're coming to the show I mean expect to be roasted if you're gay expect to be roasted it's a drag show it's an honor to be roasted it's an honor to be yeah there's no shade in the desert if, if the exactly. ultimate the ultimate way to like show someone that you don't care about them is to just not acknowledge them at all so oh for sure a, the fr a friendly thing to do is to roast someone absolutely it's, it's like a yeah. greeting it's like a yeah. handshake yeah this is actually a perfect segue I literally wrote this question in drag culture there is a balance between like queens being shady mm -hmm. and then super supportive of each other and yeah. of like whoever comes to their show. Yeah. Has that ever been like a hard balance to strike for you or is it just sort of like intrinsic? I mean, some people, uh, I mean, some people can be sensitive. And I think when I, when I first came out, I was, uh, I was so much more like screaming and yelling and I, I really had to like, I wanted people to notice me. Yeah. And I think I probably went harder in the beginning than ever. And so then, you know, you kind of, you start to work with people all the time and you get who gets offended by what and stuff like that. Um, uh, I'm, I'm a soft, I'm softer now. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, you definitely, people go, can you not do that? And you, you know, I don't know. I'm not a mean person, but I tend to just scream and yell all the time, so sometimes shady things come out. Oh my god, I identify with that really hard. Yeah. My friend Joe Pacenti was the one that was like, you need to interview Tranica Aww, because yeah. she's so that. sweet. Yeah, yeah, I think people a lot of times are like surprised that I'm like a nice person, because I go on the mic and I'm just like, fuck off, fuck off, kiss my ass, and then I'm, you know, but I'm actually <laughs> like a human being, and um, yeah, I'm not evil. Yeah. I, some, I have found that so many... People in my life that I thought were going to be dicks turn out to be the nicest fucking people. Isn't that ironic? It's all, And with that, on the flip side, the people that are complete, completely the nicest people ever, not always, but end up being sociopaths. Oh, yeah. Stabbing <laughs> in the back. Yes. Yes. So 100%. Yes. And as I get older, the more I've realized that that is true. Also, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was talking to one of my friends, like, literally right before this, and we were, like, talking about we used to work together. 
and we were talking about how the hottest girl at our job, like, literally looked like a fembot, mm-hmm. was the sweetest girl in the world, mm-hmm. and how looking at her, we were like, she's going to be the problem. But yeah. she was the nicest person, yeah. so just inoffensive in every way. And the people that you were like, oh, they're so unassuming, were like the psychos mm-hmm. that really ruined your fucking life and yeah. set it on fire. So many friends in my life have later in our friendship said, you know, I really didn't think I was going to like you. Me too. <laughs> like, like, you know, and I, and as I get older, I said, I've, I've softened up. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I am what I am. Take exactly. it or leave it. It's this all the time. Give me a mic and I'm a little bit louder, but it's the same fucking thing. So. I mean, I was listening to This Is Me from The Greatest Showman yes. on the treadmill and I started yes. crying because... Uh, have you seen the version where they're all in the room pitching it to the... Have you seen this? No, I'm going to sob. Um, crying, fully sobbing. They they pitch it to um, the studio, and they brought everyone, including Hugh Jackman, who who couldn't even end up singing because he had to get emergency um, skin uh, removed from his like face because he had cancer. Anyways, huh? they bring everyone together, and um, they have, like, there's, like, 50 people in the room, and just you're crying by the end. I literally... Anyways, oh, no, I, love it. I first of all... We have to watch that one more time recording. Second of all. (laughs) But yeah, the idea of like you, there are certain things about me where it's like, of course, everyone has to work on themselves and we have, we all have to be self-aware and, but to some degree, it's like, if you're the loud mouth Mm -hmm. with, you know, and you're witty and you're quick, that's who you are no matter what. You know what you're getting. Make make the most out of it. Yeah. Take it or leave it. You know what I mean? It's like, this is my onion. Here's my onion. You don't have to peel too much away from this onion. I am what I am. It's going to be an onion. It's an onion. You You know know? what it is. If you like onions, you like them. If you don't, you don't. don't. I don't like onions. I really do. Uh, Yeah, I don't like onions. You don't like any purple, white, yellow? I like them if they're cooked. A scallion, a tribe? I can, maybe. You know, I'm a breath person, and I just feel like I'm going to have hot breath if I eat it. Like, it's the same reason I don't eat garlic. I'm just like, mm One of my biggest fears is that I have halitosis, and I don't yes. know it. Yeah. Uh, so, Would you two, tell me? Nine out of ten times I have gum in my mouth. Yes, I would tell you. Your breath is great. I'm good for now. Things are okay, great. cool. Um, I just got a new <laughs> toothbrush, and it felt like a rebirth. I was okay, like, I, re- I recently got a water pick. Ah. Oh. Um, is that my, when you just shoot it yes, in your gums? My life is in two chapters before and after the water pick. It changed my life. <laughs> like like before Lou, after Lou, but like BW. Yeah, uh huh. Like before water pick, after mm-hmm. water pick. We were talking before this, you guys, about how we both like Real Housewives of New York, so pardon me for the there's like insertion. A, there's like fans, but then there's also like crazy people, and I identify as a crazy person. Me too. For Real Housewives. Live, die, live again. Yes. I'll see it all, I'll watch it all. Okay, so you are more committed than I am, TBH. Yeah. Oh, uh, this is fine. New York is coming back soon. Yes. I want Jill to be back. I want Jill to be back. I want her with an apple in her hand. But she has some work to do. She has, she, she, she went too hard on Bethany and she put herself on an island. She fucked it up. Isn't that scary how that happens? Yeah. But can we watch her do that work on camera, please? Yeah. Oh, God. You know? I do love Jill Zarin. I do, too. I was watching the earlier seasons. Her mom, Gloria, is my icon. Yes. I love Gloria. She reminds me so much of my granny Nancy. Just an old Jewish lady with a (laughs) big, scary mouth. You know what I mean? But I just want Jill back. Yeah. I'm happy with Bethany, and I'm happy with Dorinda. Dorinda. I pretty much like the entire cast now. Do you listen to Watch What Crappens? Um, uh, I have. 
But not here and there. Basis, yeah. I went to see them perform live and I purposely dressed like Tinsley on a date. So I was in this like frilly, like collared <laughs> top and like a little flip skirt. Oh my God. I was like, I dressed like Tinsley on a date. <laughs> and they were like, oh my God, you did. And I didn't know if they were into it or not. I like Tinsley. I, she's, she's good added, TV. She's added something. It's not that easy to get over. You know? <laughs> yeah. Forever in a state of Tinsley. <laughs> um, speaking of Real Housewives and just being a queen, inevitably, the more you put yourself out there, the more you're going to get people who love you, but you're also going to get haters. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with your haters? Oh, uh, you know, I, I have, I, I joke about haters. I think, like, I think it's funny to talk about your haters because... I, I have this view, my view on haters is that they don't exist. You know, there's no such thing as haters. It just means someone that has like a different opinion as you, but you kind mm-hmm. of like get to villainize them. Mm-hmm. Right. So your, your haters are like, you know, this like scary Disney villain. They're haters to me. Like anyone who doesn't like me can be convinced otherwise. So I just do my best and yeah. I don't know. I've had, if anyone like opposes me, it's, it's in my best interest to like prove them wrong. You know what I mean? It's such a like cool approach. I grew my grandfather was Buddhist. Oh, I love that. So I was raised with these kind of like, the person isn't bad. They're they're What they did was wrong. So I think that everyone can come full circle. You can do yeah. shitty things in your life. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I don't believe in haters. Anyways, cool. your question was, um, yeah. How would you deal with them? And you're just, I just, me, I just say, don't believe in them. Yeah, I just don't believe in haters. It's I like just I'm think, afraid of no ghost. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. You just kind of, um, yeah. I don't know. I think, I think so many times people, uh, people hear something negative about themselves and they let it fully take over their brain and then they put it online and they, you know, they, 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 lean into the haters and they lean into this like idea that you know someone's coming to get me and I have to make it public I have to let it you know I have to take them down and um I just think the noise will like naturally go away if you don't totally. if you don't listen to it and if you don't indulge it by if being you don't upset indulge it, yeah I mean don't give it yeah I don't know yeah. I'm, I'm a peaceful woman. I love that. I don't, I don't think... I mean, I, I know I probably annoy some bachelorettes, but I think more times than not, I'd, I'd like to make people happy. So um, I don't think I step on a ton of toes, but um, as much as, like, you would think that I would. Yeah. I, I, with, like, my, my, you know, shtick, but I don't know. Good anyways, for you. Anyways, no, I literally, no, I literally <laughs> had um, a night over the weekend where I was, like, there were a bunch of, like, external factors, but I was in, like a deep dark headspace like this black hole of like yeah. everyone hates me I'm the worst yeah. I'm a bad person and like it just I just like it was like a kind yeah. of like black hole yeah. and I ordered pasta to my door love and I watched that. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days oh my god love was that. frantically texting everyone being like you around you around you up you were yeah. like very desperado mm-hmm. um, and then I woke up the next day and I was fine but yeah it's really crazy how like it's not even it's not even who hates you because like I've had people who, like, I don't like them, but then when they don't like me, I suddenly get upset. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but it's only okay if it's on my terms. Yeah. And that's such a weird headspace to get in. And I think once you stop yeah. letting it affect you, yeah. the hate, therefore, like you were saying, kind of dissipates because yeah. you're not giving you it focus fuel. focus on it. Yeah. yeah. You and as long as it disappears to you, then who the fuck cares? And I, I mean, I grew up in theater and stuff, so it's like, 
you know, if you're going to put yourself on a public forum, especially, you have to be resilient to these things. Yeah. And part of it is helpful that I'm delusional, but just <laughs> you, you just have to kind of like listen to the good and focus on the good. If you know you're doing a good job, you know, and be able also be able to when you do hear negative things about yourself, be able to go. LOL, you right. You're kind of right on that one. Right, like, yeah. Be able to just take it and go, you know what? Okay, tomorrow's a new day. Let me fix that. Dorinda Medley it. Dorinda. She's so good. She knows. She Every knows she's a, a little crazy. Love yeah. it. She knows she's crazy. I'm going to go get the champagne. Oh, do we pour it all? I don't think so. I think there's more. I think it's oh, oh, the illusion. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, my aunt, my aunt Susan, shout out to my aunt Susan. She shout out to my mom Susie and shout out to your mom Susie. My aunt sometimes says this thing where she, if someone says something shady, she just says consider the source, which is like Love a, that. which is a chic way of being like, consider who the fuck is saying. Yeah, like who is she though? Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. if if this person's a shithead and they say something bad about you, then like consider the source. Do you yeah. really care? Who who wrote this negative comment about you on right, Instagram? Right, exactly. Like, go what, look at it. They have eight followers. Right, and they're picture is of a truck like go fuck right yourself. like what type of desperate person goes out of their way to post nasty yeah. things on socials and there are reality tv stars that i can't stand like ever since she said a bunch of dumb things on her podcast stassi schroeder can't stand her yeah do i go out of my way to be like stassi schroeder you fucking suck Kill yourself no wow. but i just hope that she grows and learns yeah. and yeah. that's not my job to facilitate that but like i hope she does we sound like hippies. We do. Uh, I'm actually a really mean person. You're just bringing up the I'm best in so me. I'm so awful. I'm literally... Well, just off the air, I'll be like, okay, so now let me tell yeah, you so, really Yeah, think. let me tell you about my haters. <laughs> um, okay, so now, you know that movie we need to talk about, Kevin? No. It's fucked up. Anyway, we need to talk about Drag Race. What is it? It's this fucked up movie about like this kid in high school that like is in a very dark headspace. No, no, no. It was just a segue into saying we okay. need to talk about drag Let's race. Talk about drag race. Okay, so here's the thing. Okay. I know it's not about me because mm -hmm. you're my guest. Okay. But I, I was telling you, like I've gone to, I've frequented Boys Town. I live in Boys Town now. Yeah. I am just now getting into Drag Race, which is very off-brand for me. <sighs> it's the best show. I know. So here, I feel like we can only, unfortunately, unpack what I've seen. Okay. I know you have some good friends in the industry. Many like yes. Detox, Shea Coulee. Yep. Uh, kimchi, kimchi Naomi, um, Vixens, a Judy. Do you know um, Alaska? Um, I have worked with Alaska. Um, I love her. Like three or four times. Yeah. Do you know Alyssa Edwards? Okay. I've worked with. If there's what a hundred and twenty drag race queens, I probably worked with a hundred of them. Amazing. Yeah. Can you just tell me that Alyssa Edwards is amazing because I love her? Alyssa Edwards is. She wakes up in the morning and just starts probably making the faces in the mirror like she would if she was on camera. Like, she, yeah, like she would, she just probably starts, she literally, her alarm goes off and she just starts talking like Bill Cosby immediately. Like, that's just I'm who obsessed. she is all the time. Behind the scenes, on stage, in front of a camera. She is the exact same person at all times. I love that just so much. talking to herself, showing you a video. She's 20 minutes late for whatever she's supposed to be doing. She, she has to. She can't tell a story without standing up and acting it out, no matter how simple it is. Everything is a... She's extra. She's the definition of extra, yes. Do you love Shangela? Because I love Shangela. I love Shangela, yeah. Uh, okay, so... She's, made, she's reality TV gold. 
She needs to be on some sort oh of TV, God. whether she's she on needs Drag a Race. Spin-off. She needs something. She I, has to be on TV. Oh my she's God. a comedian at the end of the day. Agreed. Yeah. So I've only ever watched All Star season two and then the okay. current season of All Stars. Okay. Um, thoughts? Thoughts. I love Alyssa Edwards. Great. I love Shangela. I love Trixie. Trixie. My, my criticism of Trixie. Okay, I, I'm gonna. Okay, go ahead. I love her. I think she's a star. Her show with Katya is insane. I, mm-hmm. She's a talent. I love her so much for being so vulnerable and honest about, like, I'm fucking insecure in this competition. Yeah. I Seeing someone that I admire so much admit to being insecure really speaks to me. Yeah. And then the part of me that, like, loves her so... I mean, I love all of her, but I'm just like, let yourself shine because mm-hmm. you are an insane talent. Yeah. And I just get annoyed with her as a viewer because I'm like, you're a fucking star, but she's in the top four, so... Yeah, and you know, the thing with her is that, like, she just biffed it so hard the first time she did. Have you seen her original season? It wasn't at nine? Six? Nine? Seven. Seven? Seven. I'm very out of it. Um, I need to watch her season. She, I mean, she just did not have a good go of it, and she really show that if you put in the the work and you know not getting paid and just going and doing these fucking these videos that, that turn into a web show that turn into yes. a tv show i mean it she proved herself to be a star and um yeah i mean maybe this isn't this season isn't 100 percent like her best work i think in the grand scheme of things like she's always gonna be doing really well oh my god i mean and like in the moments where she was on she is on oh and you god. can't take her at your she's eyes a wrecking off her. ball like she just Absolutely. goes in and it's like brrr, like yes yeah she kills it she's yeah. one of the funny she uh, when i'm around her i barely get a word in because she's just going and i'm a i love to laugh so hard. Uh, like she makes me laugh so hard that she just keeps trying to make me laugh. So I'm like completely off when I'm around her because I'm just laughing the entire time and she's trying to do whatever she can to just like get me going. She's constantly like going, going because we've been friends for a million years. Oh my God, I really want to meet her on Thursday. Yeah, you should come. I'm coming in at like five like a loser. Oh my God, do it. Should I? Do it. Are you going to be there at five? No, I get there at seven. Okay, cool. But then the, she's doing like the meet and greet thing the next day. The next day? Yeah, on Friday. What time? Um, mean Groot's at 10. Christ, I have to figure my life out. Anyways, yeah. we can figure and this out. And she's doing her listening party. Oh. At like 8 or something. Well, I, yeah, I, th- I find it very refreshing though to see some of my favorite queens on the show admit to being insecure because yeah. I think, I think drag culture is just this idea of like fabulosity and yeah. fierceness and shadiness and everything that... I mean, I watched Paris is Burning recently, and uh, one of the mothers in it was like, this is the opportunity for everyone to be the celebrity that, like, they always wanted to be. Yeah. Whether they're homeless or not, like, they get yeah. to just, like, deliver. Yeah. And so, like, it's refreshing for me to see these these queens that I really admire who I think are, like, it be like, I'm insecure, too, because yeah. I'm like, oh, great, so am I. Yeah. You know, it's refreshing. But yeah. I just think Trixie is a star. And That's, like, the whole point of the show, though, is to, like, kind of peel back the... Yeah, humanize his queens. Of, yeah, yeah. And villainize them, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about Thor G. Thor? Um, I mean, we've worked together a couple times. Is she nice? She's nice, yeah. You're, yeah. like, diplomatic. I'm sorry. I'm, like, I'm very diplomatic. I mean, you know, I don't have anything bad to say about her. I mean, she came to the viewing party, and she, like, brought notes and was like, all right, I have something to say about this person, this person, this person. <laughs> and, um, yeah, she. I don't think she was very happy with how she came off this season, but... Um, yeah. She's... 
She's been doing good. She'll continue to do good. I mean, I always say, like, if I were to be followed around with a camera, I would definitely get, like, a horrible edit. Yeah. I have friends that are like, you should be on The Bachelor. And I'm like, A of all, not anorexic <laughs> enough. B of all, I would never have another friend. I've never known anyone who was on The Bachelor. I actually watched an episode of The Bachelor for the first time, like, after the scandal that just happened. Ari. Yeah, and I was thinking, you know... I don't know anyone who's ever been on this show. They've had two million contestants. Where do they find them? Who are these? They're people? all in software sales, and they are all they? don't really. All the guys are in software sales, and all the girls are in like marketing, like these vague sort of yeah. careers. Where I'm like, but really, where was it? ABC go? is like growing them in a petri dish. A hundred percent. Yeah, it's like Jurassic Park. Like there's just these wi- these like anorexic yeah. women like in petri dishes yeah. being like, I am ready to be yeah. my bachelor. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For Turn sure. on crying glands, ready <laughs> <Yeah>. to <laughs> ready to fall in love in three weeks. Like. See, it's like if I were to go on the bachelor, I'd have to go into it with like a Lisa Rinna mindset where I'm like, I'm here to make this. TV. Yeah, I'm here to make TV. I'm not here to make friends. Yeah, I'm here to get Instagram followers. Yeah, love that. Um, so, the finale of Drag Race is on Thursday. Yes. You will be hosting it at Roscoe's. This is going to come out the night after. Oh, okay. Actually, unfortunately, it comes out Friday morning. I'll be with Willem and Trixie. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Do you predict a winner, or are you just sort of like TBD on the whole thing? I, you know, I in my heart of hearts, I really think it's going to be Shangela. Me, too. I would... I think they're all fabulous. I really, um, Actually, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to be nice. I'm going to be real. I'm going to drop the hippie shtick. Okay. BB yeah. has skated by, okay. in my opinion. Okay. I don't know her personally the, ma- the way you might. I wish. actually worked with her last Thursday. I saw on Instagram. Yeah. I was like, where the fuck was I? <laughs> She's skated by, like, for example, the, the Kitty Girls mm-hmm. challenge. I was like. They were like, what does that mean? She's like, it's an attitude. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's hilarious. And Adam Lambert was like shook to his core. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? But I'm like, honey, like, you're not actually explaining anything. Whereas the other girls came up with like actual lyrics and like had to think through that's them. That's very much BB though. I feel like BB just kind of lives in her own mind and never like, yeah, I think she's just existing. And so you don't like, think it's her consciously being like, I'm going to skate by. It's her just being like, this is BB. Yeah, I think in her head it's just like, mother, like just she's grand, but she doesn't really have like a reason. She's just like, <laughs> I'm grand. This happens because it happens. Like she's just kind of like, uh, uh, yeah. She's just, well, and they were like, who was it that was like, and there was a, someone said that you were grand and she was like, mm. yeah. Would you, if you were Trixie, have put the note about Shangela on the wall? Um, I would not have. Would you have just thrown it away and been like, we're not going to talk about this? Yeah. Or like cut that part off of it. I, you know, knowing Trixie, I would say she's, she's definitely not someone who does anything to be mean. But yeah. She's also kind of like, um, tra la 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 la. Like, I think she set the note down, read it, and then later saw it and was like, oh yeah, maybe I should hang this up, like on my station. Like just, you she's know. like a Sonia Morgan journey. <laughs> I think she just, like, wasn't thinking. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But also, I, th- I, th- I don't think it was as big of... I thought it was a bigger deal than it needed to be. I... That's part of why I love Shangela, is because I feel like... I feel like, honestly, everyone, especially in the top four, like, has a good heart. Like, mm. these are good queens and good people. Um, but I loved Shangela for just being like, hold on a minute. Yeah. We're gonna talk about this. Well, why you know, did you do this? The, like, one of the base lines of, like, 
of, uh, one of the main things of acting and comedy is reaction, right? She went on a reality TV show. What is she going to do? She has to react to things. So someone put her up on the wall. She's going to give you the talking head interview about it. She's going to make it a thing. You now know? she has she's a Daenerys storyline. Yes. She's yeah. smart. She knows what she's doing. I know. I really, honestly, I really hope she wins. I think she's going to win. I can't wait to see what happens. I feel like all signs are pointing to Shangela winning. But, you know, but this is going to come us. out on Friday and then people who listen to it are going to go, how stupid are they? That, right. That, you know, Kennedy won. Like, duh. These of course Kennedy would have won. Yeah. That's what I love about Drag Race, though, is it always invites, in in my limited experience, mm-hmm. Oh, I don't have cable, so you're it's hard very, for me to You're very Vanessa it. Hudgens in all of this. Oh, you're right. Should I talk like this? <laughs> I'm Do you really into like right now. I love um, it invites, I mean, there's no limit to how many queens you can kind of fall in love with. And there's yeah. so many people that bring their own flair and their own things that you love. Like Alyssa Edwards is the first queen that I really like fell in love with, like yeah. on All Stars 2. But then I had a friend that was like, of course you like Alaska because you are Alaska. And I was like, I can't tell what that means, but I'll take <laughs> it because she's a star. Um, and Katya is obviously amazing. So like, there's just so many things about some people, so many different people to love. Yeah. That's what's so exciting about the shows. Every season you're like, oh wait, I love her and I yeah. love her. Well, this year we have, um, from Chicago, um, on the new season, uh, The Vixen. I saw on Insta. Yeah. And I don't know her. She'll be at the premiere. It's going to be me, um, Adore Delano, who you know from All Stars 2 because she left. Michelle Lazash was a bitch to her. She was, yeah, she was rough. It was like, normally, like, Michelle's kind of fine, but I'm like... She came in guns blazing. Uh, I was like, what are you dealing with today that yeah. you took it out on a door? And the door was like, oh, fuck this, yeah. and fuck you, I'm like... I think it's because they worked together, and she felt like she thought she was coming in and just, like, going to skate through, so she was like, I'm going to ruffle her feathers. And then Adora's like, okay, well, also, I have a million Instagram followers, and, like, I, like, canceled a tour that I was already on to be here, and so, like, I'm, like, actually kind of fine, so, like, actually piss off. Yeah. Yeah, well, that also, was like, really what happened. TBH, when Roxy Andrews made it into the top four of All-Star Season 2, I was like, we're going to come for a door when Roxy Andrews made it into the top four. Like, I'm Roxy Andrews, and I'm here to make it clear. <laughs> and I just like, ah, I'm done. A, I'm, gonna, I'm a Roxy super fan. Oh, I'm sorry. That I no, no, that. I'm not offended. I think I, from a, you know what all the other queens say about Roxy? I feel like she didn't really connect with the audience on TV, and I understand what you're saying. All right. Anyways, we just encountered some technical difficulties. Hopefully, it doesn't ruin the entire episode. Um, we're talking about All Star Season Three. Would you ever be on it? Who would you choose to be on Snatch Game? Have you ever thought about that? Jill Darren. <gasps> that would be really good. Yeah. Ginger, 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 Bobby. Bobby. Would you introduce Bobby, even though it's a little dark now that he died? What? Like, would you bring Bobby into the narrative even though he oh, just yeah. died? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't acknowledge the death. That would be disrespectful to Jill. No, it's true. Like, yeah. Jill will always acknowledge Bobby now and forever. Yeah. And 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 Jill Jill will watch the show because she got a shout-out on, on the show. You know what I mean? Like, Jill, yeah. Jill will be obsessed with it. She'll repost it. Jill loves being famous. All you would need is, like, red bangs and a black dress. Totally. I love Jill Zarin. I would do Jill. Or uh, maybe, like, Lisa Kudrow... Or, would you do Lisa Kudrow as Valerie Cherish or just Lisa Kudrow? I would do Lisa Kudrow as Phoebe Buffay. Oh, I would do Lisa very, Kudrow as Valerie Cherish. Yeah. You know, I, I could never get into... Hello, hello, hello. Yeah. I could never get into um, 
Yeah. The comeback. Yeah, it was so because I know it's intentionally. It's a niche market. It's intentionally cringy, and, mm. it, and it made me cringe. So I, 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 I had some friends with that were just like, I could not, I, I could not. And I'm like, it's the funniest show ever, and they're like, I'm not on board with yeah. you. I don't want to watch that. Yeah. Um, that's a good one. I mean, Alaska's May West being like, why don't you come over and fuck me in the fuck ass? Fuck me in the ass sometime. Yeah. Oh. It's like it's hard to top. I was pretty disappointed by Tati, like, failing as Ariana Grande because aesthetically she had everything going for her. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. But then, like, I wish, I almost wish Shangela was, like, Mariah in Snatch Game because she was so good as Shangela. I mean, as Mariah. Yeah. I think, I have a, I have a weird theory. I think that if RuPaul would have laughed at Trixie's RuPaul, that everyone would have said it was the greatest thing to I agree. I don't think that it was bad. I think that it, like... Maybe hit a weird nerve with Rue. Rue had like a rough lunch. Something happened, but she decided like I'm not going to laugh at this. This is not going to get it from. And me. therefore, everyone was like, "Yeah, that was bad." It's terrible. But if Rue would have been tickled by it and like leaned into it, I think that it could have it been like really, really good. Well, I mean, Shangela in the previous lip sync, like putting on a fat suit, like Rue has never laughed harder during yeah. a lip sync, and. I saw the after show where I forgot what her name was. But one of the queens was like, "Yeah, I mean, honestly, like content about making fun of a fat person like can easily rub people the wrong way." Yeah. But it was clearly a character, and so I thought that was funny. And da da da. I thought it was hilarious. I literally cried laughing. Yeah. Um, but I do think Rue is Tyra, but ten times better. Where like mm-hmm. whatever Rue likes, by default, everyone else is gonna like. Yeah. You know. And Rue decides what. May, you know, she decides how the sausage is made. Like, she, right. she's there through the whole thing, and then she's going to put out what she wants to put out. Right. Yeah. So did if Rue doesn't like it, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> did you hear the rumor that BB yes. is a spy? Yeah. Do you think it's real? I don't think it's real. You don't? No. I really want her to be I a loved spy. it. I think the producers were probably, like, when that came out, they are like, oh, my God, we totally fucked up. We should have done that. Because that's right? a great idea. Like, I would have never, like, that's brilliant. Yeah, if she was like, I am a spy. Like, the most regal queen. Do you remember the reality show, The Mole? It's like that. Celebrity Mole was one of my favorite shows. Kathy Griffin, Stephen Baldwin. Corbin Corbin Burnson. Um, Not Corbin Blue. Corbin Burnson. um, Eric Von Detten. Yes. Love That season. And and Frederick Vanderwall ended up being The Mole. She was the Victoria's Secret model. Yeah. That show was so fucking good. Yeah. And I think we need a drag mole. That's what we need. Let's, like, get, you're going to be in charge of this because okay. you have more pull than I do, but I'm get done. some signatures in Chicago and be like, dear RuPaul, <laughs> we need a drag mole in this season. Who else was on that show? Okay, Kathy it, Griffin was one of the It wasn't even ones. hosted by Anderson Cooper because he hosted the original mole. No, it was, was I feel like it was, like, Joe Rogan. Like, I feel like Ew. it was someone, like, peripheral oh. or, like, tertiary. Joe Rogan's truly the worst. Oh, he's the worst, and his podcast is a much bigger hit than mine. Somehow. Oh, he's so gross. I'll never understand. Um, God, who else was on that show? Some guy from, like, Just Shoot Me was on that show. Oh, my God. Anyways. Really? Yeah. Anyways, I don't know. It was a great show, guys. Look it up on YouTube. I hope I can find it on Hulu someday. (laughs) Um, I guess my last question, uh, which is Drag Race Adjacent, is who are your favorite contestants that you've met and why? I mean, I have to give up to all my, you know, good Judys in Chicago. Yeah. Um... 
I would say, like, Kim Chi, to me, is, like, one of the greatest drag queens to ever exist. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know she can't dance or really, like, speak English or anything, but, like, <laughs> she's, like, um, she just has, like, the best eye. Um, and she, like, can put together anything. And she's, like, magical. She's a star. She's a star. Um, and, um, I don't know. Everybody knows who my friends are. Um, well, I don't. I'm a, I, I have to say I am a Roxy Andrews stan. I am a Roxy Andrews. I love that for you. (laughs) She's the drag queen's favorite drag queen. I find her to be like, I don't know. I just can't stop looking at her. And she just got her teeth done and they look great. I mean, she's beautiful. That's never been my issue. So I love that perspective. And I feel like your perspective is. Tainted um, and different and. Not tainted. I was going to say like kind of higher up than. Yeah. yeah, Enlightened. Like higher up than mine because. I don't have the same perspective because I'm just a mere peasant. I mean, you, especially working all the viewing parties, I I get to hear like all the behind the scenes stuff. Like actually that's not how that happened. Or, you know, you know, she is uh, two hours late for everything or that, you know, like you kind of, it it definitely uh, changes how you see things. Totally. (laughs) I feel like a wise Don. Like I know like all the secrets, you know, you're Buddhist AF right now. (laughs) I know, you thought I was going to be um, more of a bitch than you. No, Dixieland already got that out of the she way. She got it, okay, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. love her. I live she, and die for her. She's more divisive, I would say. Sometimes she, I watch Dixie host a show and I go, oh, Jesus, did you just say that? She like, made fun of this futon for almost an hour. Really? I like this she's futon. Like, Have you seen her, her nose contour? <laughs> <laughs> I you can't throw stones in a glass house. TBH, like, again, like we were saying earlier, me being shaded by a queen for my futon was like one of the biggest honors of my life. And she said my drag name should be Anita Futon, which is I need a futon. And I was like, if I'm ever a bio queen, like that is it. Well, her drag name should be Anita Makeover. I hope she's listening. (laughs) We'll tweet it to her. Um, Is there anything else you want to tell my listeners before we head out? Um, no. Come see me at Drag Matinee every Saturday. Come see me at Roscoe's every Thursday for the viewing parties. Come see me at XYZ at Roscoe's uh, the first Sunday of every month. It's a 90s, 2000s party. Fun! It's really fun. There's performances every hour, and we always have special guests. Is this a Sunday? Uh, it's always the first Sunday. And it's I so will fun. take off work. From 9 uh, until 2, from 9, 9 p.m. until 2 a.m., we have performances every hour. And Alyssa Edwards was there two months ago. I fucking miss everything. You have to come. It's so fun. And I do Crash Landing, which is our amateur competition, um, every second and fourth Monday at Berlin. And I do Plot Twist every third Monday at Berlin. You're very busy. I am very busy. And very famous. Yes, that's true. Um, And beautiful and super um, great. Avi, um, follow Tranica. Will you let my listeners know what your handles are? T-R-A-N-N-I-K-A-R-E-X on um, all social media. Snapchat, Twitter, Ello. Remember Ello? <laughs> Tumblr. You don't remember Ello? I feel like I do, but I don't. You had to get someone to like invite you to it. And it oh, well, that's why I don't to, know it because I'm a loser. Because it it, it, it it was like the anti-Facebook because there was like no ads. And then everyone joined it in like a week and then no one kept up with it. I literally didn't know this was a thing. Do you remember Peach? No. No, I did Tumblr where I like drunkenly ranted about my feelings. But like that's pretty much status quo around here. Tumblr's like all porn. Like that's really all that people use Tumblr all for. All porn, all feels. Are you? A, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Tumblr's whatever. 
<laughs> follow her. Okay. Follow me. Um, and in case you somehow listen to this podcast and don't follow me yet, what's wrong with you? Um, it's Hannah A. Brown on Twitter and Instagram. Those are the only accounts really worth following me at. Um, so do it. Anything else? Um, legalize it. Legalize it. Yeah. Legalize it. Great. All of love it. it. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. And I love your cat. She's amazing. Oh my God. Love you. Love Lillian. And thanks for listening guys. Live, laugh, love. Bye.